It's time for episode 228 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, February 14th, 2018. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast where there's always time for love, Dr. Jones. I'm your co-host, Dan Morin, and I am joined, reunited, with my co-host, Mr. Micah Sargent. Hi, Micah. How you doing? Reunited, and it <laughs> feels so good. See, like I say, it's not a show. It's not a show until Micah starts singing, so I'm glad I'm glad that we're back together. I mean, I know you, uh, you ably flew solo last week, but... Uh, it's good I'm, to be I'm feeling the love, Dan. I'm feeling the love. It's, it's a good day for it. It's a good day. Uh, it's also a great day for our two fantastic guests. To my left, the co-host of many popular podcasts, including Accidental Tech Podcast and Analog, right here on Relay FM, and the Casey to my Dan. It's Casey Liss. <laughs> Hello, Dan, and happy Valentine's Day to my figurative other half. <laughs> to you as well, my friend. Thanks for being here. And to my left is host of Originality right here on Relay, Applanche, uh, Applanche? No, that would be App <laughs> Launch Map, <laughs> uh, provider and the incomparable panelist. It is Aline Sims. How you doing, Aline? I'm good. Hello, friends. Oh, what a what a lovely show we have here today. I'm very excited for this. Um, Me too. I'm going to kick stuff off. Uh, so as, uh, I, as I alluded to, I was away last week uh, traveling and my question for you folks is what is your most essential piece of travel tech? Casey? So in typical uh, tradition for me on this show, I'm going to cheat and name like 800 different things <laughs> that I consider to be essential. Um, what I'm going to say is actually that I have what I call my go pack um, or a go bag, if you will. And what I mean by that is I have a, a little bag that has a whole bunch of cables in, in it. And those cables are all like duplicates, if you will. And by that, I mean, you know, say, take an iPhone charger, for example. Um, I have an iPhone charger that is dedicated that only ever lives in my go pack. So the advantage is anytime I travel, which I say this as though I travel hourly, but in reality, I do this like three times a year. But nevertheless, anytime I travel, I just grab the bag and it has everything I could possibly need in it. And it's not that physically large, but it's just that peace of mind of knowing that everything's in there is is well worth the in some cases, not insignificant amount of money that I spent because a couple of these cables, for example, the um, lightning to HDMI cables, like 50 bucks or something like that, which is truly absurd. Um, but anyway, if I had to choose only one thing within the bag and cheat far less, I would say it's my Anchor PowerPort 5 USB charging station. I'm sorry, I probably have ruined at least one of your choices. Yep. Um, but <laughs> this thing is magic. And it was one of those things that people told me for years, you have to get one. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm sure it's not that great. It's fine. Whatever. I don't need it. And then I found, then I got it and it was like a whole new world, which I would sing if my name was Micah. But anyway, it was a whole new world. <laughs> and, and this thing will charge five USB devices off of one standard outlet and it's magical. Uh, I was going to say that too. Uh, so uh, now I don't have to cheat because I don't have to say the thing that Casey just said. Um, but the the other thing that I would say maybe is a little bit of a surprise, I actually take <laughs> a full-on Apple TV with HDMI cord and oh, wow. power cable wow. with me uh, most places I go. Um, just the coffee shop you know, or... Just, yeah, just to the coffee shop. No, like, traveling, uh, if I'm ever going to be, like, staying in a hotel or something like that, uh, I will take that with me. I 
tend to not care about whatever silly programs they have paid for to, to run on the televisions and their terrible custom software and all that jazz. Um, so I will plug in the uh, power or the, the, the Apple TV and either airplay stuff from my you know from from my phone or whatever or or just watch netflix or something like that so uh when it comes time to winding down after a day of doing whatever it is i'm doing while i'm traveling i like to have the apple tv but of course i also like the anchor five port uh, power port but yeah i can't have that one so (laughs) aline what about you Um, so I'm going to go much, much more basic because the question as written is essential piece of travel tech. My mm. most essential piece of travel tech is my iPhone. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm a tech nerd. I carry a laptop and an iPad and a Kindle and a phone and a, the, the awesome five port chargey thing. And like I do all of those things, too. But my most essential piece, if I could only take one thing with me, it would be my phone and a battery pack that will recharge it a couple of times. Um, I, If I'm flying, it has my boarding pass, it has my podcasts, it has my books, it has entertainment, games. I don't really watch videos on it, but... If it came down to it, if something happens, I can text, you know, someone at my destination or someone in between if I need to, to let them know something happened. If the car breaks down, hopefully I can get in touch with someone, although cell signals are still spotty in a lot of the places I go by car. I always, always, always have my phone with me. It is like I would just be lost without it when I travel. Those are uh, solid answers. I like uh, Casey. I think I only have the four port anchor charger, but it's the one with like that has little flip down prongs like in the it's basically the Mm -hmm. size like a MacBook Air like power brick, which is really nice nice um but the other thing i would add to, um to that list and like casey i have like a little bag that I, I try to travel with that has all those essentials in it um is actually a headphone splitter um Ooh, so yep, i have a, yep, yep. a belkin one that i think has like six different like six headphone ports why total overkill i don't know but you know when my girlfriend and i are traveling on the plane or whatever and we want to watch tv uh that's really handy it was hilarious as we got onto the plane to come back and, you know, we're in takeoff and, and we're like, well, you know, we should watch, start watching something. And so I pull out the iPad, pull out the headphone splitter. And she pulls out her earbuds and realizes they're lightning earbuds. Um, <laughs> she had gotten the wrong wah, pair out of the bag wah, wah. and realized, you know what? You can't actually plug in two pairs of headphones to an iPad, which <laughs> seems dumb, even if one of them's a lightning and the other one is an actual like mini jack. So we had to wait until we could actually get up and like swap out the headphones. But a headphone splitter is really it's one of those pieces of tech that seems really like low tech and basic um but it makes all the difference so thanks for your thoughts on that let's go to our second topic which comes from casey so it is valentine's day as we record this and one of us had to take the fall i mean do the right thing and say (laughs) and ask a valentine's related question so that will be me uh, the most romantic thing that was enabled, facilitated, or caused by technology, and just to set the expectations low, I will do the uncouth thing I always do and answer first, uh, because what I, the only thing I could really think of is when I was proposing to Erin, or the way in which I proposed to her involved a multi-day, multi-step process, but there is a particular park here in Richmond, Virginia that we really like called Maymont Park, and via email, I had arranged with Maymont by basically just emailing, I don't know, like their PR account or something like that. I'd arranged with Maymont to get access to the park early before they opened so that uh, we could have basically a private 
little uh, jaunt through the park, if you will, and we could go to a particular portion of the park wherein um, there's a waterfall and I could propose to her there. As it turns out, this particular waterfall has an on-off switch, which I did not facilitate in advance, <laughs> and so we were, oh, no. sitting, we were sitting next to a waterfall that was not turned on, which was kind of funny. But, uh, but all kidding aside, it was extremely cool that I could reach out, um, for, and at this point I lived an hour away from Richmond. I could reach out, you know, to somebody across the state and say, hey, for no particular reason, I'd really like you to let me into your park early. Is that okay? And uh, and the woman I spoke with or emailed with was super cool about it. And that was all done via email. And that, that I thought was really nice. So that is not that high a bar. Hopefully one of you will be even more impressive. Let's move on to Micah. Uh, mine is super silly and certainly not anything that... Uh... I would consider romantic, uh, partially because it ended up being something that I wrote up an article about for work. Um, but <laughs> oh, my God. I, exactly. Um, but I wanted to test um, a feature. My partner is like, if there was another romantic partner in his life, it would be Snapchat. And, um, <laughs> and so I wanted to test a feature in Snapchat where you can, uh, you can pay for a, uh, a filter. Um, so for anybody who doesn't know, like after you take a photo in Snapchat, you can swipe left or swipe right on the photo and it'll add like a, a nice filter. But then there are also ones that are tied to location and, and temperature and things like that. And so you pay Snapchat a little bit of money and it sets up a geofence wherever you want to have it and you can create your own filter. Um, and so I did up one on Valentine's Day uh, that was super cheesy and like, you know, Shane and Micah, blah, 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 uh, with, you know, hearts around the edge or whatever, and had him take a, a Snapchat photo. And I said, okay, now swipe. And the first one that popped up was the one that I had paid for that was uh, geo filtered in. Um, <laughs> So that was that 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 like it fit him <laughs> uh absolutely but the whole time like in my internal cringe was was cringing like mad because I don't really care for Snapchat first of all and second of all it's like the most cheesy thing in in the entire universe but yeah uh thanks Snapchat for that silly silly but fun uh, little experiment that is delightful what about you Aline so, um, I actually, I have, I have a story. You got to buckle in. It's not actually that exciting, but so <laughs> good job. So when the Kindle, I think it was the Kindle three, it was later renamed to a Kindle keyboard. Um, my then boyfriend now husband was, um, I, I don't know. It became a joke. And he, I guess he was, I think he was threatening to order one for me and I didn't really want a Kindle. And I was like, no, don't give me a Kindle. And an Amazon box would come and he'd be like, don't worry, it's not a Kindle or, you know, <laughs> whatever. Like, and so it became like this kind of longstanding joke in our relationship. And, um, one day he presents me with this box and it's beautifully wrapped in this kind of, um, like black and silver, elegant wrapping paper very carefully. It's got a beautiful, bow on it. I think the bow's still on my memory board. And um, and I'm looking at him like, what's going on? Um, and I open it up and it's a freaking Kindle. And I, he's like, I'm like, what did you do this for? I don't. And so I, I open it up and, and, and 
to look at it because I'm a tech nerd. I gotta, I gotta actually check out the thing, even if I don't think I want it. And I pull it out, and it's a little um, engagement box, or oh. yeah, a, a, a box with my Aww. engagement ring. In. Now I knew this was coming. We ordered the engagement ring together, so it's not, you know, I, I knew at some point it was going to happen. But the hows and the whys and the wins were completely up to him. And so I opened it up, and my ring was in there. And he asked me to marry him, and I said yes because I mean we'd already paid for the ring, and so <laughs> um, that candle was. Then, Almost make or break. Like I really didn't want this Kindle. No. And then, um, and then I also got a Kindle, so it was, it was actually pretty great. And I still use a Kindle to this day. Uh, so that's my tech, my romantic tech story. Wow, yeah. that is a much higher bar than than I than I, said. I, hate, so, I hate, it's, it's honestly God. the best he's ever done. It, it was. It was great. It was I, really, really cool. I hate all of you for actually having good because I'm like racking my brains. Like, God, I have done something romantic at some point, right? <laughs> Uh, the the uh, the one thing I came up with was um, thinking back a few years ago to when my girlfriend was still living down in Washington D.C. Uh, and obviously I live up in Boston and I was supposed to go down um, for a weekend to visit and uh, I think I, I ended up with some sort of foot injury or one of my chronic foot problems sort of uh, reared its head and I couldn't I just couldn't get on a plane like I could not walk uh, and so I was really you know bummed we like obviously had made a bunch of plans and stuff and so. Uh, through the magic of the internet, I found a place, like a local place down in D.C. that would actually deliver flowers to her office. Uh, and she's not like a necessarily a big like expecting flowers person, but I think it was uh, the 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 sentiment was nice that I couldn't be there, but I could still you know show my appreciation. Um, I also once went flew down and surprised her right after Thanksgiving a couple years ago, and that was a case where technology almost ruined it because we use Find My Friends. <laughs> and, uh, fortunately, no. I had the presence of mind to like turn it off right beforehand, but even. And she was like, I wonder why he's fine. My friends is off. So be careful. Technology can ruin romance. Um, great answers all around and wonderfully thematic. Thank you, Casey. I believe two topics down means it's time for halftime. Micah, could you tell us about this week's halftime sponsor? It's time for Halftime with Squarespace, who brought you this episode. If you enter the offer code clockwise at checkout, you're going to get 10% off your first purchase. Told you before, you gotta make your next move with Squarespace. It lets you easily create a website for your next idea, and with unique domain, award-winning templates, and more, you are gonna rock it. Maybe you wanna create an online store, or a portfolio, or a blog. Well, guess what? Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that lets you do just that. No need to install, or patches, or, or upgrades that you have to worry about, because Squarespace has it all covered for you. Got award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need any help. And if you call and ask them to show you their award-winning trophies, I bet they will, uh, they'll let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name. And all of those award-winning templates are beautifully designed for you to show off your great ideas. I've talked before about how much I love Squarespace because of how quickly they hop on board with the latest and greatest technology. So when HTTPS really was like, hey, everybody's got to have this. we got to get on it. Uh, Squarespace made it easy to just go in and flip a switch. And I really appreciated that. Same thing goes for things like Apple Pay and and sort of any new technology that comes to to websites. Squarespace plans start at just twelve bucks a month. That's it. And guess what? You can start a trial with no credit card required. Just go to squarespace.com. And when you decide to sign up, you're going to use the offer code Clockwise to get ten percent off your first purchase and show your support for our show. Thanks so much to Squarespace for your support. Squarespace, make your next move. Make your next website. All right, it's my turn, Dan. 
And I, I am going to go, uh, downer, downer Dan today on, uh, clockwise and on Valentine's Day and ask you about the, the last time, uh, you had an experience involving technology that disappointed you. So I was thinking about this and I thought about talking about the Beats X because I have really long hair and it kept pulling the Beats X out of my ears, but I actually have to go with Google Docs. Um, so for clockwise, um, the all of the planning is done in the spreadsheet and panelists put in their, their questions beforehand so that other people can think about it. And it's awesome. It's great. And every show has its own tab. And yesterday I was like, all right, I need to think of my question for clockwise. And so I pull it up on my iPhone and there are like 229 <laughs> tabs in, in it. They just look like blue links. So there's like the sea of blue links. And I'm like, all right. And I knew this was the case. And I start scrolling because this is how it all always is. It always has been with Google Docs. But it's like, maybe they have fixed this, right? And so I scroll and I scroll. And pretty soon the content comes and it scrolls above the links, but above those tabs. But the tabs still stay on the screen. So you can't actually access your content. It is 2018. <laughs> Google, millions of people want to use this stuff on their iOS devices. The app is no better than the website on iOS. What the heck? It's so frustrating. I ran into this just this morning for the exact same reason. And <laughs> it took me like 15 seconds to decide, oh, this is a disaster. And just grab my MacBook adorable yeah. and use that instead. All right, guys, I'll redo the spreadsheet. Jeez. You don't need to get <laughs> fast and aggressive about it. It's not your fault. It's Google. What is Google doing with their lives? Uh, um, she's not mad, Dan. She's just disappointed. <laughs> yep. It's true. Yep. It's true. Uh, I was going to say it was that whole thing with the uh, lightning headphones, and you can't plug those in at the same time as normal headphones. But I have another one, which was last night we were we got home after being you know having travel. We're like, oh, let's put this show on TV that we've been enjoying. And I went to try and find a... Um, a streaming site that had the next season of this show and i found one because it's a uk show and so i thought i found one and i was like oh god i need to sign up for an account we're trying to watch it uh, i have like my using my mac mini connected to my uh connected to my tv and so i'm using my iphone which has like a little app on it to um use work as a mouse and a keyboard so i go through the entire thing of like typing in a username blah blah, blah. i get all the way through I'm like fine great logged in signed up great hit play button and then it asked me to download and install Silverlight. <laughs> And I was oh, like, no. not even Microsoft is developing Silverlight anymore. Why are you using this? Speaking of least romantic things done with technology, my girlfriend's looking at me going, I'm so sorry I asked you to do this. I'm like, no, I'm going to make it work. <laughs> well, Morose Micah, I will be Krabby Casey and I will find and hit the low hanging for pick the low hanging fruit. As always, Siri just makes me so sad. Uh, the other day, uh, my wife, Erin, she and I, we uh, were trying to figure out when our uh, alma maters, alma mater, alma maters, whatever, our past colleges were playing basketball against each other. Uh, she went to the University of Virginia. I went to Virginia Tech, and there was a game a few days ago against, uh, for, uh, against you know, Hokies and Wahoos. And I asked Siri what time, and I forget exactly how I phrased it, but I basically said what time is the Virginia Tech game. Or no, I asked what time is the Cavaliers game, and it told me that the Cleveland Cavaliers weren't playing for a while, which, okay, I can sort of understand. Then I think I asked it what time the Virginia, or when the Virginia Cavaliers and Virginia Tech Hokies play, and then it said something to the order of, oh, they last played three months ago, and here was the score. Uh, and then I rephrased it a different way, and then suddenly it remembered, oh, yes, they're playing tonight at 6.30. <sighs> Stupid stuff like this, like, 
and I, this will probably come up on ATP. Look at me plugging. Uh, that's so uncouth, but here I am. Uh, on ATP at some point, I plan to talk about this. But like, you could excuse some things with Siri because of Apple's unbelievable concentration on pri- on privacy. And I, and I mean that in a good way, not in a bad way. But things like sporting events, there is really no privacy angle to this that I can figure out, except maybe if they used my location, they would have been able to better reason what I was asking. You know, not Cleveland Cavaliers, but Virginia Cavaliers. But still, like, this is just sports stuff. This has nothing to do with my own personal data. Why can't you figure this out, Siri? Why? <laughs> um, wow. All good answers. Uh, the plural of alma mater is alma tomatoes. Um, but oh, my... my my answer would actually, it just happened yesterday. I was watching Star Trek uh, Discovery on my iPad, and I uh, wanted to just listen to the audio from the HomePod and, and, you know, with the iPad sort of in front of it. And when I went to make the change, the iPad thought that I was streaming the whole thing, the video and the audio to the HomePod. And so the, the app just showed now playing on and the name of my, my HomePod. And it would not let me see the video stream on the device itself. It was only playing audio through the HomePod. Uh, and to, to add insult to injury, like earlier, it was working fine when I had started streaming to the HomePod before I started the video stream. So there's just this very complicated and silly thing where I couldn't get it to work again, even though I had just gotten it to work. And I was uh, not angry, but disappointed in HomePod and AirPlay and my iPad and in the CBS All Access app, which that last one is a given. Uh, So thank you all for your answers there. Elaine, we'll move on to your topic. Well, it has to be asked. um, Last week on Clockwise, Serenity asked which of the panels was going, who was going to get a HomePod. And this week I'm asking who actually got one and what do you think of it? Uh, Well, there's one sitting not not a few inches from me on my desk here, and I've had it for about, you know, 12 hours, many of which have been asleep. So I don't feel confident to render any sort of final judgment so far. I'm impressed with the sound quality. As most people have said, I've really only listened to a couple songs and um, part of a podcast. Um, It's going to be an interesting test to see how it fits into my household. I have a couple echoes around the house. I unplugged my Google Home Mini to uh, put this on my desk instead for the moment. Um, and getting used, I've noticed already, I, there are several times that I, uh, address the echo instead. Uh, and I'm like, why isn't the HomePod doing anything? And then I realize, oh, wait, wrong robot name. Um, so that's a, that's going to be an interesting <laughs> adjustment. Um, but I, I'm really, I think Siri is going to be the big question. And as Casey just said, Siri definitely is frustrating at times. So seeing how that compares to the echo and practical usage, uh, I think that's where I'm going to be really interested to see how Apple not only, uh, addresses, you know, the perceived shortcomings but also over time updates it hopefully to add more capabilities so as with every new apple product my you know it's the five stages stages of grief or whatever it is uh, uh well my stages of dealing with a new apple product are oh that's not for me oh i think that might be interesting oh yeah maybe i should try it oh i have it oh i love it i am currently still in stage one which is oh that's not for me and the reason i say that is because not only do i typically listen to music and i do have music on in the house almost always but i typically listen to music just off the apple tv it connected to our home theater if you will i mean it's a very unfancy home theater but be that as it may i think if the HomePod had spotify support via siri keywords there via siri so i could shout you know hey cylinder please play you know placed on hold by mute math then i then it would just start playing via spotify then 
I would be I would probably already have one. And I understand why it's all Apple Music, but I currently do not subscribe to Apple Music. I do not have any intention of subscribing to Apple Music. I like Spotify for reasons that I could get get into if the show was longer. But I will instead just say I have not bought one, but I am giving it increasing amounts of happy side eye with each passing day. <laughs> happy side eye. That was my nickname in high school. Um, I, <laughs> I I have one. And uh, so far, I've been quite happy with it. Um, I was like, the first thing that I listened to was uh, Beyonce's Lemonade album. And it sounded very, very cool. And that was like the great... Uh, sort of opening of the champagne bottle, and I've I've enjoyed listening to music and podcasts and things like that since then. Certainly, Siri is uh, not not great on the device, um, but I was talking to Joe Steele about this uh, a couple days ago. I am sort of a control freak, and so. I, regardless of, of the fact that it has Siri on it, I would have always and will continue to be the person who um, likes to control things with, with my hand touching my phone. And so I end up airplaying quite a bit, uh, either from my Mac or from my phone anyway, and don't like to have to uh, talk across the room to it. When I know I could do it without failure by just touching my phone, I'm going to do that instead. Uh, so I was on clockwise at WWDC, like in San Jose, right after the Air or HomePod was announced. And I remember very clearly saying, I don't know who this thing is for um, because of the price point and, and just um, Apple Music integration and all of that. I am sitting here today and I'm telling you, I still am not 100% sure who this is for. Um, so we have a HomePod and I think <laughs> it's probably going to go back. Um the sound is great. It sounds wonderful. Um, the mics, we were in another room and Justin was talking to his phone and the mic in the living room picked it up. It was awesome. Um, but it doesn't always respond. And so we'll be yelling, hey, cylinder, hey, cylinder, hey, cylinder, <laughs> and nothing will happen. And this has happened when I've tried to set timers, when I've tried to stop timers, when I've tried to stop music. We've moved it all over the house. Like maybe there's this antenna that's interfering with it getting the signal. I don't know. So we've moved it into different places and it still is not super great. So really what it comes down to for me, as Casey enumerated earlier, is Siri still needs so much work. And one of the big big things about a smart device is that you don't have to argue with your assistant just to get it to hear you. It's a frustrating experience. Maybe you should stop referring to it as cylinder. That might help. Too. <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> a little, little dehumanizing. <laughs> well, uh, good thoughts all around on that one. And we've reached the end of our four topics. There might be just enough time for a bonus topic. But first, let's tell you about the bonus topic sponsor. Micah, take it away. Woo! This episode of Clockwise is brought to you by our friends at Casper. Casper is the company you know. It's focused on sleep, and they're dedicated to making you exceptionally comfortable one night at a time. Casper is inviting you to take advantage of its awesome limited-time President's Day offer for the first time ever. What a President's Day promotion. Casper has three mattress lines to choose from, all at a competitive price. They've got the original Casper, the innovative Wave, and the streamlined Essential. Casper isn't just a mattress company, though. They've got sheets and pillows and bed frames and even doggy beds, so everyone in the family sleeps comfier than ever before, except for that ghost that haunts your house. Sleep is superior comfort the rest of... Sleep in superior comfort the rest of 2018 and beyond with the help of the internet's favorite mattress brand. You can be sure of your 
purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial, and returns are hassle-free, no joke, if you're not completely satisfied. I, of course, have talked about Casper before. I've got the sheets, the bed, the bed frame, the this, the that, the other, all of it. I love it all. I think it's fantastic. Uh, certainly am, am looking at purchasing their darker colored sheets, and that may be next on the list. Now, for a limited time, you can visit casper.com slash savings and receive up to $200 off your purchase of $2,000 or more. This special offer expires February 20th this year, so don't sleep on it. That's not long from now. See casper.com slash terms for more details. That's casper.com slash savings to receive up to $200 off your purchase of $2,000 or more. But the offer ends February 20th, so check it out. We thank you, Casper, for your support of our show. And the bonus topic, I was supposed to fly back from Iceland on Sunday, but because of a blizzard, I got stranded for 48 hours. My question for you is, what's the longest time you've ever been stuck somewhere? Casey? Uh, We were flying from uh, Washington, D.C. to Heathrow. We live about two hours by car from Washington, D.C. We were flying out of Dulles. And I, at that point, was probably the world record holder for the most nervous traveler in the world that my poor and uh, extraordinarily understanding wife decided, you know, let's just get in the car so I don't have to look at you pacing in circles anymore. So we were, and it was completely of my own creation, we were stranded in Dulles for like 12 hours and watched like three or four other flights leave from our gate before it was our turn. I don't really have a, a terrible flight delay story. I think the the most a flight was ever delayed was like two hours, but it was good because we were still on the highway trying <laughs> quickly to get to the airport. So it was a blessing, not a curse. Uh, and yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I once spent a month in the the Boston area for work, and it was my return flight home to Phoenix. I was going through O'Hare, and there was a rainstorm. And I was stranded. And um, I looked out on the tarmac and there were like flight controllers out there up to their knees in water. It was just it was pouring. And it was just, I think, three or four hours. But it was awful. It was so bad. It was so bad. (laughs) Well, I'm glad we're all home now. And that, of course, is the end of the show. So all that remains is for us to thank our guest, Casey List. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. The pleasure is always mine. And Aline Sims, thank you so much for being here. I'm always happy to come on Clockwise. And Micah, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Dan, thank you so much for coming back to the United States and being here with (laughs) us today. It's good to be back. And we will be back once again next week. But until then, remember, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. Bye, everybody. Bye.